Hi, I'm Kara Sharon, and welcome to the Digital Business Breakthrough Podcast, where we dive in and explore how you can learn how to break all the rules of business and success and try things that most people aren't willing to do so that you can have unbelievable breakthroughs in your business and life. Are you ready? Welcome to the Digital Business Breakthrough Podcast, our Fail Forward to Success feature series. And I am super, super excited to have an amazing woman with us today, Jen Myers. And I'm going to do a little brief intro and then we are going to jump right in because I feel like this is going to be a fantastic episode. So first of all, I guess, welcome, Jen. Yay. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah. And so for those of you who are tuning in, Jen Myers is the founder of Homeschool CEO, a global community for entrepreneurs who homeschool with 17 years of juggling marriage, motherhood, entrepreneurship, and homeschooling. Jen speaks from real life experiences regarding success and failures of balancing motherhood and business. This is going to be so good. I'm so excited for this. Through trial and error, as well as some great mentors, Jen discovered it was possible to have a successful online business and spend time with her family. Having processes in place, setting boundaries, and knowing when to reach out for help are the keys to getting it all done. And when she isn't coaching clients about how to streamline their business in life, Jen can be found spending time with her husband, four kids, two dogs in small town, Iowa. So welcome, Jen. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you here because this fail forward series, and I, it, for those of you who have maybe heard me hear this like a million times, but I always love saying this because I always say that your success inspires me for like half a second, but your failures and how you have overcome them, they last so much longer for me. I am so impressed when people share their failures because I feel like we don't share them enough, but failure is that natural thing that we all have to do in order to have success. So with that being said, Jen, I want to jump right in and I want to ask you, what is one big failure that you want to share about your business? Oh my goodness. I know we talked about this so many, you know, I've been in business for 17 years. So, so many failures over the years, but I think my biggest failure, I think my biggest failure was trying to change my husband and making, trying to want him to be an entrepreneur when he wasn't, he was, yeah. he wanted to be an employee. And for years, you know, our first business we ran together and it was just this clash of the wills all day long because he was the front facing person. We owned an ATV power sports business. It was successful financially, but here I was every day saying, get out of bed. You know, I, I'm the one that wants to be up at 4 a.m. I'm like, why on earth would you want to sleep until 11 o'clock? That that's lazy. Like, that doesn't even make any sense. But, as, but it, ultimately, it caused our business to fail because I kept pushing and pulling and prodding and trying to mold him into being something that he simply wasn't. Mm. And the yeah. whole idea of... You know, I had to come to this place where like we were fighting all the time. We were, we were on the brink of divorce multiple times, a lot of marriage counseling. And um, we actually ended up separating just last year until 
I finally stepped into my own entrepreneurship and let him go. Let He got a job that he absolutely loves and he got out of my way and I quit believing this, this lie that I was telling myself that in order for me to go to the next level, he had to come with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can totally relate to that because I feel like my hubby is the same way. He is not an entrepreneur and, you know, it's hard for us, especially because it, it, we are a different breed in a different personality when we're an entrepreneur. And, uh, my husband is an engineer, so totally different brain. Yeah. So is mine. So is mine. Yep. Yep. He sure is. You can relate. You can relate. Yeah. And so it's, it's definitely, and, you know, forcing someone to try and pull into this realm, you know, we just don't realize how natural it is for you and I. Mm -hmm. And we don't real, and we don't realize the weight that that carries into our business, Mm -hmm. that conflict that that holds us back energy wise when we're so busy fighting with our spouse, trying to make them something that we're not, or even might I say that there was a time when I probably devalued, like I would look down on an employee and say, oh, you know, why wouldn't everybody want to be an entrepreneur? Like it makes so much more sense to have that freedom and that flexibility. Why would you want to answer to a boss? That doesn't even make sense. But I didn't realize that that was holding my business back. Because I was carrying that weight of that conflict everywhere with me. A hundred percent. So tell us, how did you overcome it? Um, A whole lot of marriage counseling. And actually it was individual counseling. It was sitting in self-reflection and getting to a really dark place. Actually to the point that I I shared, you know, we separated. I left him. Mm -hmm. Because I couldn't handle it anymore. I couldn't handle what wasn't what I thought that I wanted because I couldn't get to a place where I could accept what it was and value it and love what I had because I was too focused on what I didn't have. And so as I got to the place and really shifted my mindset and started to realize that my husband brought a lot to the table, it was just other ways. It wasn't as an entrepreneur and it's okay. It's kind of like when an extrovert marries an introvert You know, Mm -hmm. being able to give space to that other balance, that yin and that yang and allow and respect that difference and not just allow it in like, oh, I tolerate it, but Mm -hmm. to celebrate it. Because so often I feel like in our marriages, we don't always celebrate those differences, but we will with anybody else. Like Mm -hmm. I could hold space care. You could tell me, yeah, Jen, I don't like that. Or I don't, I don't want to get up and work at 4am. And I would totally give you that space and that respect. I wouldn't think anything less of you. But in my own marriage, I wanted him to conform to what I thought was best. So as I started to let that go a little bit at a time, it didn't happen overnight. I started to realize if I just focused on where I wanted to go and not think that he had to come with me every step of the way, because it wasn't, I think deep down, I thought he was holding me back. But in reality, I was the only one holding me back. It wasn't ever him. And when I acknowledged that, it was like, like the scales fell off my eyes kind of deal. Like, oh, like I can see now it's clear this, you know, and we we're back together now, but we have a very different relationship as far as, you know, for example, I spend a lot of money joining a mastermind because that's where I go. And I talk business, my husband and I don't really talk about the business because he doesn't get it. 
Yeah. But as far as failing in my business, I failed over and over and over again because I was putting my business above my husband, above my family, because they, I didn't think that they valued it the same way I did. And all it was is they just didn't see the world the same way. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And so now on the other side, you now have success, right? You want to talk a little bit more like, what does it feel like now? So, you know, you've gone through that hard fat failure and you've worked through the nitty gritty and now here you are on this. So tell me, how does it feel? And how does that, how is it now that you fixed it impacted your business and your growth? Ooh, such a good question. One thing that I noticed is I feel a thousand pounds lighter. Yeah. Just literally I can get up and I can work without worrying about, you know, COVID had really tested that because I would be up at 4 a.m. working and he would sleep until he had his first business call, which might be 11 o'clock. And I would, you know, at first I would get frustrated, but then I would be like, oh, I can just let that go. It doesn't like none of that matters. And so it, you don't realize when you're in the depth of that failure and that frustration, how much wasted energy you have. So Mm -hmm. when you're able to no longer give all of that energy away to something that isn't productive, doesn't help anything, but instead funnel that towards your own success and achievement and what you're going for and impacting thousands of lives all around the world. I just, the freedom in that and the joy in that and to know that, you know, when our Friday night date night comes around, we're happy. Like we have a great marriage, you know, last year, the, my business paid for all of us to go to the Grand Canyon. We took a whole week and just hung out as a family. And it was fantastic. And it wasn't me trying to, you know, like beat him into some mold of what I thought he should be. It was just accepting who he was and loving him the way that he was. And just all that pressure is gone. And that that's the biggest blessing because then my, even my clients reap the benefits of that. Everybody around me gets to reap the benefits of that. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. That is so great. That is amazing. So what do you think is the one big lesson you learned from that failure? To hold space for everybody to be who they are, not just who you think that they should be. Like that's one. I think the other one though is too, I kind of alluded to it earlier, is the idea that when you have a marriage where maybe both people aren't necessarily, they don't define success the same way that that's okay. And that they don't, that they don't need to, you know, there, I don't know where we started believing that we both have, you know, it comes from the whole idea of being unequally yoked or, you know, like we both have to be on the same page, all of those things, but to realize that you can be married and you can be happy and you can be in love with somebody that is really different than you and doesn't define success in the same terms you do. And all of that is so okay. Yeah. And so if somebody is listening to this right now and they are going through something similar, maybe they're in the midst of where you were in the peak of the failure, which I always like, like the eye of the storm, you know, where you don't know that you're ever going to get out of this thing. And it just feels like things are spiraling out of control. What would you say to that person? First of all, find find a friend that won't commiserate with you. 
that won't wallow in your pity with you, but will support you and help you shift your perspective. Because sometimes, you know, when you're in it, it's hard to see outside of it. And so it takes another person, whether that's a counselor, whether that's a friend in a mastermind, whether it's somebody else, but choose that person so, so carefully. Do not pick somebody who's going to say, oh, yeah, your spouse, whether it's a husband, wife, your spouse is, you know, horrible Your your child's horrible. Don't, don't pick that person. Like that person does not help you. And just get around people that help you to see outside perspectives. And then also realize that at the end of the day, the, how you react is your decision. And even though that's hard to admit, but it's, you know, nobody can make you unhappy. You choose to be unhappy. You choose to be upset. You choose to be angry, all of those things. And so being able to take control of that, I think that is a big thing, like being intentional in that decision. But honestly, the best advice I can be is get an outside perspective because they're going to help you go farther and faster than you could ever go on your own. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. And I really agree with one person, not multiple people. And I also, the pick carefully is so important because what's so interesting is you can have someone in, and I used to have this too, a very good friend. And, and I remember my marriage is, it wasn't as great as it is now because she always helped me like put me in the right seat, you know, and he was always wrong. And, and so how do you ever get ahead when you've got this girlfriend chirping in your ear being like, uh-uh, nah-uh, he shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have said that. You know, no, you're so right. And so finding somebody who can actually be objective. And if you can't find a friend, hire a coach, go find that person that can be. And, and sometimes I recommend that like, there is no better investment than in yourself. And so sometimes it's hard to try and get a friend that can be objective. So if you can't seriously, you are worth so much more than that. Invest in somebody who can be an objective and they, the outcome doesn't matter to them. They're there to serve you. And as what is there for you not to be, you know, uh, one coach I heard said this, I thought it was so great, you know, cause a coach's job isn't to jump in the pool with you and your girlfriends jump in the pool with you. They can jump. They're like, Oh yeah, sister. Like I'm in there with you. I'm like, nah, I got your, you know, even when you're like, Oh, you know, can you be objective? And a lot of people say yes, but sometimes that's a skill that a therapist or a coach is, has a little bit more, uh, experience doing, cause it can be hard. It's super easy as a girlfriend to always side with your girlfriend or see her perspective more for sure. But I a hundred percent agree a hundred percent. Yeah. So as we're starting to wrap up, tell us a little more about you, what you offer, how do people get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're an entrepreneur that homeschools, we have an entire community for you over on Facebook. It's um, Homeschool CEO. You can find everything there on Instagram, on Facebook, on Clubhouse. We have a Clubhouse club now. It's the Homeschool CEO Club. Um, We're a global community. Uh, We offer business coaching, life coaching. We have a paid membership to help just help our women find that camaraderie from women who really get it. 
you know, because so often, at least for entrepreneurs at homeschool, it's like they have business friends or they have homeschooling friends and to find friends that get both sides of it, you know, that's a little more of a challenge. And that's kind of where we come in. That is amazing. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. You truly are inspiring. And hey, if you guys want to check her out more, find her on Clubhouse, Facebook, join the community. And I mean, I commend all homeschooling moms. I, mine are teenagers, but woo, I know just being a mom and a business owner and then adding homeschooling, I believe you deserve a golden award. So virtually you've got it. Thank you.